Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you want to do it in a British accent? I'm joking. Why? Am I going to turn you on like Simon from Bridgerton? Oh, we'll get to that later, man. Oh, Make God. haste, children. This is not for you. It's for horny broads like you. <laughs> No, yeah, I, said I mean, broad. I mean, I suppose I don't think that was old English. Um, I suppose have kids they said could be for hor- horny broads. Um, but listen, <laughs> most importantly, it is not for children. It is about children, not yeah. for them. I repeat, not for them. You've been warned. <laughs> What's your name? Who am I? By the way, my wife said when she was listening to our Two Lies and a Truth, she was like, the things that I lied that I was going to correct about, that I was going to correct, she's like, oh, I, she's like, I got so excited that you were actually going to correct those things. <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. Oh. Oh. You, oh. you can kind of naturally have a little bit of Mickey in your voice. Is that why you do such an amazing Mickey Mouse impersonation? Oh. Hey. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, um. So you're like still with like a bunch of family. Like what's happening right now, Rich? No, I'm uh, I'm I'm in South Texas now. I'm in New Braunfels, Texas, nice. and I'm staying at my mother-in-law's house because they're doing construction mm. on our house in L.A. And I know you probably deal with this. <laughs> my nephew's here for the week, right? And guess what? I'm not gonna say what we're being safe because we're not. We're all just hanging out in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Good to hear. Uh, we're all just here. Whatever whatever happens, happens. Hi. And I see my nephew. I don't realize he's on Zoom school. Okay. And as I walk in here to talk to you, I grab a cup of coffee and I bump into a door and spill coffee. And oh. I just like, no, not too loud, but I was like, fuck, mother bitch. Oh. And my mother-in-law's like, Maxwell is on school. Oh, no. Oh, here I am cursing the background, being like, oh, fuck, son of a bitch. But, I, but I'm guessing teachers now are used to this. Um, I've been in like a 72-hour fight with my husband that just keeps like, it's just like, not, it's like the fight that never ends. It's not even like a serious fight. It's just that we like hate each other right now. So I was like in bed after the show. Like I had like a little break before I had, I don't know, like another meeting or I had an interview or something. And so I just was like laying down, just like watching television, trying to zone out for like, I don't know half hour and Ke- and Matt put Keegan on Zoom 
And Keegan randomly will unmute and mute himself. <laughs> he thinks it's fun because our computer's a touchscreen and a normal computer. Matt kept coming into the room, fighting with me, and then slamming the door, and then coming back in. And finally I screamed, get out of my fucking face! Go find someone else that will put up with your shit! And he slammed the door, and then two <laughs> seconds later he ran back, and he goes, I'll have you know, Keegan's Zoom class was unmuted when you said that! <laughs> well... Now you're the talk of all the moms and dads oh, in town. God. I mean, honestly, it's just, this is a joke. Like, oh. it's just a joke. By the way, I have so much I want to get to I on know. this week's podcast. There's like a million things that are on my mind. But speaking of teachers, uh, Kelsey, our amazing producer who is so adorable and amazing, could you please find at some point, do you see the, the Zoom teacher who farted? Oh my gosh, I saw that, but I don't know. And all the little kids were like, Miss Johnson, did you just fart? And then, no, but wasn't it, wait, I, there, unless this is a different story, I swore that it was a kid farted, a kid farted, blamed it on the teacher, and everyone believed that it was a teacher, not the kid, unless that's a completely different story. Oh, it's it's fantastic. The oh teacher farts, and the it's a bunch of cute little kids, and like, did you just fart? <laughs> Most of us are here, so if you want to pull out your journeys book... <laughs> what was that? What was that? I think she farted. <laughs> what was that? Oh, oh, well, that was your teacher had a little bit of gas, kid. <laughs> um, and one other thing I wanted to uh, resolve from last week's. Yeah episode of have, have kids, kids they, they said. said it'll be fun they said you and i were we kept we kept repeating a jingle that we remembered from our childhood yes 10 million strong and, and growing and we got people hitting us up that's the old flintstones vitamins commercial when you texted me that when you texted me the commercial i was like ah like you know when you're trying to think of a word or you're just trying to remember something like it was it, it killed me the rest of the day that i could not think of what commercial that was so if you were listening to last week's yeah. episode and were equally yeah. stumped totally. it was the old flintstones commercial unbelievable flintstones vitamins 10 million strong and growing so good so good you, do you should i mean you should get hired to do jingles that was beautiful uh, Nicole, name the most famous jingle singer from a TV sitcom. I don't know. Why would I know that? Why do you ask me questions? You know I'm blatantly not going to know the answer. Just his to make job, me look like a fool? His job on the TV show, he was a jingle singer, and it was one of the most famous shows of the 2000s. I don't know. Just say it. I'm not going to give you a hint. Well, I'll give you a hint. Okay. I'm going to throw it back. Ready? Okay. Winning. <laughs> oh, no. It still doesn't help. I'm sorry. I'm brain dead. Winning. Oh, uh, Charlie Sheen? Yeah, his character oh, on Two and a Half Men, he was a, yes, he was rich because yes. he was a jingle singer. Sorry, he lost me. And you just lost your mic. <laughs> I did just lose my mic. Yes, yes, he lost me after the Tiger Blood and all that stuff. I, I mean, I, I, I really stopped paying attention. But yes, I forgot that that was his actual job. Whoa! Oh my By gosh. The way, is so, when does something become retro enough where you could say it and you're not? I, like I, you're not you're not lame. You're actually now now it's retro. Is winning retro yet? Uh, it's not retro yet, and neither is Two and a Half Men. Neither of those things are retro yet. Okay, right. they they basically just happen. I just you know again, I'm brain dead. Let me give you another one. Tell me, is this retro enough or is it lame? Was that? Um, I still do. I still do that. So it's. You I know, mean, you I know don't that think... beer commercial. Yeah. This year will mark 20 years that that was on at the Super Bowl. What? 
Dude, I'm so excited for the weekend to do Super Bowl. I'm so I love him. I like I I I think he is so freaking talented. I was not loving his uh weird, f- like f- like fake plastic surgery he did for his latest song, but whatever. Um, okay, wait, can we just discuss? Can we just discuss yeah. what we're talking about on the phone? I mean, the things that we have seen our children watch, or that we've heard about that other children watch, and just like looked at each other and been like, this cannot be real. I mean, would you like to be in? How in the know are you about John Dillerman? You know John Dillerman? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know of him. When I first heard about it, I was sure that it was a joke. It was like an article from The Onion or something. Um, but it is quite real. And not just real, it's very, very popular among children in Denmark. Well, I don't know how popular it is, but j- just take a listen for a second. John Dillerman. John Dillerman. John Dillerman. Well, let me tell you what John Dillerman's doing, Nicole. Oh, John Dillerman's no. saving the world with his huge penis. <laughs> no, it's not that it's so huge. It's long, right? It's not girthy. It's lengthy. It's a lengthy dick. Are you letting us know what you prefer? <laughs> no, it's not about that. When I saw the picture, it looks like a freaking garden hose. Like a striped garden hose. Well... Let it be known, just so you know, the explanation of this. Okay. So, diller is the Danish word for penis. Okay. So, yes, the emphasis the emphasis is on diller when he's like, John Dillerman. Right. Because essentially, his name is John Penis. Okay. John and Penis. According to this, it's intended for children ages four to eight, made in a claymation style like Gumby. So, it's sort of like Gumby with a huge penis. Right, right. Um, Five-minute episodes, John Dillerman is an adult man with a handlebar mustache yeah. who has old-fashioned red and white striped bathing suit trunks. Right. But he cannot control his extraordinary penis. This is true. I don't want people to think I'm full of shit. This is not a joke. This is not an onion story. No. Throughout different storylines, John tries to do ordinary, everyday things, sometimes with the use of his penis. Okay. He so- stole ice cream from a child <laughs> with his penis. Got he me. raised the Danish flag up a flagpole with his penis. He rescued a baby buggy before it came into traffic with his penis. I mean, that cock is something special, is all I have to say. Seriously, man. And th- this is my thing, though. Here in America, in America, like, we're a little bit more reserved than most, right? Like, a little bit. Like, I feel like in Europe, like, like there's, like, nude beaches and things like that. Like, like, like boobs and, like, like our vaginas and our dicks. Like, I don't have one, but you do. They're not, like, they're not, they're not as nervous about the use of them or the showing of them as we are here. They're not no. as conservative. No, here in America, in America. Uh, we, ju- we just charged the Capitol building dressed as Vikings. Yeah. But in other countries, oh in other God. countries, yeah. they, uh, they feel this will teach kids about their curiosities involving their privates. Listen, I... you were just saying last week, Nicole, you were saying last week your son does a little helicopter move. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not stopped yet. He's still really into that. I don't know. I just like when I first read that, it was just like this cannot be real because what what about a dick is gonna teach a kid something? Like there's other things that the kid could use besides his dick to raise the. Hey, how about your hands to raise the flagpole, right? Or the flag up the flagpole. You could save a baby <laughs> with your arms, your body. You don't need your dick to to save something. I just think it's hysterical. By the way, if you look at the trailer for John Dillman, <laughs> there's one part of the trailer where he almost has an accident because someone's cudging, uh, cutting their uh, their bushes with some hedge clippers, 
and he was a little too close to it, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> See, like, that's so, like, gratuitous. This is like, this is like um, what uh, an episode of Blaze and the Monster Machines that I that I watched the other day. Or your, what, who? Nicole. Huh. It's, it, to be honest, to wrap up the John Dillerman. Yeah. By the way, I don't know where you can find something to wrap that up. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever he found was red and white striped, and it's very long for his By the lengthy way, dick. Is that gonna be? Uh, is that gonna be Keegan's next Halloween costume, John Dillerman? <laughs> if he's so lucky. So, oh. John Dillerman. The the crazy part about it is that it's real. People are gonna have a problem with it, but there's some people around the world that think that that's the best way to teach a kid about their curiosity with their private parts, which is pretty, pretty bizarre. It, but you're right. When you look at it and you think it's like some type of Ace and Gary funny SNL spoof or something. But no, just if you see it and look it up, it's real. John Dillerman. Okay. Amen. Um, that is not the way to teach children. Just saying, just as a mom. Um, I, 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 I could not believe that John Dillerman was real. And I also could not believe that there was this one episode and the episode surrounded a character called uh, Rorian. Okay, so you're uh, Emmy's probably not into Blaze and the Monster Machines because it's like super boy centric. Um, you know, not that we see gender anymore. Um, but the kids were both watching Blaze and the Monster Machines. I'm sorry, Machines. what did you say? Not was, that we see gender anymore. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, so that's a girl show. That's a boy show. I mean, like you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so did you say that because you mean it, or you said it because you feel like it's what you have to say? I said it because I feel like it's what I have to say. Um, so <laughs> see, so, listen, because like, listen, like, you know why? Because uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Rich Davis, twenty second story. No, don't do it. My my wife and I were talking about our son and daughter's rooms in our new house, and, and how I you're think we decorate. I think we discussed here where it was like. Should we give them one room to sleep in and one toy room because they're very young? Right, or do right. we give them their individual rooms? And I was like, I don't want my son being like in a room with rainbows and unicorns and pink everything because that's my daughter's room. And I was like, if that makes me old school, then maybe I'm a little old school because I, I think a boy should have his own little room. Yeah, well, I mean, we did too, but then they begged for bunk beds. And so we had to make it kind of like genderless like we had to choose a color that they both like that wasn't super girly or super duty like dude-esque you yes. know what I, mean? I didn't mean to say yeah. duty oh god fuck my life you but know who's you know not I mean? genderless john dude no, he, he is the man of all men okay so listen so listen about yeah. rorian okay so in blaze the monster machines there are these trucks these big monster trucks that like talk and their buddies and you know whatever they get into all sorts of trouble so rory and i don't know why we were we just matt and i ended up sitting down to watch we never do like you put the cartoon on for them and then that's a wrap right so Rorian is this special flying lion, but he comes to life in this great forest, right? And he introduces himself to the monster machines. So, but he was like a big statue, right? Yeah. Now in this episode, the only thing in the background you see is mushrooms, okay? It, there's no trees, there's no flowers, there's no, it, it's, a for, it's a mushroom forest that he lives in. And it was the most like, Again, this gratuitous, like whoever, whoever created this character in this episode was clearly tripping on acid or <laughs> mushrooms. I mean, you just have to hear Rory. And, and every time he flies, there's like trails of like rainbow sparkles. Everything he does is trippy. And it's so, like every two seconds, Matt would look at me and be like, is this for real? How is this allowed on Nick Jr.? Like this can't be real. And we were just dying. Now I have the power to do all the things I ever wanted. I can play, I can roar, and I can fly! <laughs> yeah, 
that's how I felt when I did mushrooms. Like I could fly. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nicole, promise me something. What? When this pandemic is over yeah. and we could actually see each other face yeah. to face and yeah. you come to L.A. or I go to New York. Can we get real high and do an episode of our show? So high. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, because we used to laugh. I'm like, yeah, when we used to like randomly smoke together, always. Um, yes, that's happening. But I don't know. It was just one of those things that we've talked about. You know, whoever creates some of these cartoons has to be on another planet, has to be super trippy or super stoned, because to come up with some of these concepts is crazy. Now, whoever came up with that episode, I don't know how they got it past the editing room or the powers that be, because it was straight up. A, it was an acid trip the entire episode and they didn't hold back maybe if there was like a little mushroom here and there all there was on the ground was mushrooms and Rorian's flying and tripping and spreading rainbow sparkles it was insane when kids don't know what's going on it's fair game it's like when we were kids right yeah think of all the sexual innuendos and yeah. tv shows that you didn't catch up on or yeah. didn't pick up on yeah yeah you no know? totally I just, I mean, I didn't, Three's Company, watch Three's Company now, and you're like, oh my god, it's the most hilarious show. When you were a kid, you just thought it was like Jack Tripper falling over a couch was funny. Now that's retro. You know, Nicole, I've been waiting to tell you about my latest adventures. Yeah, oh my gosh. You've been all alone, you've been, you were kidless for a while, which I was super jellyfish about. Well, we're redoing a house, we're renovating right. our house in Los Angeles. So mm -hmm. my wife and kids are down in Texas with my in-laws. So for a week or so, I stayed behind and I lived with our friend Spot. Oh my and gosh. let me just tell you, I was in the wild. <laughs> I was like, you know, remember Jane Goodall, Gorillas in the Mist? Yeah, man. <laughs> I was. <laughs> there's What's that? No, there's no sheep in the forest. <laughs> Did you have you not gone over barn animals and for jungle mm. animals with your daughter? Oh God. Yuck. Yuck. What is that animal? Nicole, I don't know. We're okay. in the mist. That's we're, right. We're, we're, in the, we're in the wild. Okay, so okay, so you were like that. There weren't any farm or jungle animals at Spot's house, at your buddy's house. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what did you observe? Well, did you start taking, I, did you have binoculars? Did you start taking notes? Well, as, as he said, after my week or so there, he goes, I'm glad I was being observed. I was like, oh my, I had my bifocals out. I was like, <laughs> Right, with like your notepads, you have a clipboard? I was, I was hiding behind a bush in his living room, like, ha like, like, oh I my was... God. Or like one of those recorders, like right when you're like walking and you're observing and you're like to my left. Now, I'm... you might be wondering, why was I in the mist out in the wild observing our friend Christian, who we call Spot? Him and his wife don't have kids. Say it ain't so. So I got to watch a couple that is... 40 and i believe his wife is 38 or 39 so i got to watch two people roughly 40 without kids in their natural habitat tell me everything rich tell me <laughs> everything i i couldn't i couldn't quite grasp how they lived i i made some oh. notes and i think anyone listening now that has kids you don't even remember what life was like before it and if you've ever stayed with friends or had the opportunity to hang with friends right. that don't have kids it's like a different world. Not your not your favorite show from the '90s with Kadeem Hardison. What it's a, a different world. With what's his name with the with the the glasses that yeah. flipped up. Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> We're real retro today. What's up with all the throwbacks? Is that so, because our our episodes come out on Throwback Thursday? TBT. Exactly. Need to throw in some old school. Uh, yeah. What about what's 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 the cool black woman that was always so sassy? Uh, on a different world. Oh. 
God, I mean, I wasn't that much of a fan. No, she was on two two. She was on two two seven. Okay, you need to stop because now you sound like an old man. All right, just stop it. All right, tell me what your findings were, Jane. I need to know what you found out from living with people who did not have children. I need to know everything. I want to soak up every second of this. No kids in the mist. Well, I watched them. Yeah. And they woke up when they were ready to wake up. <gasps> You know what, honestly, even if like, I mean, technically we could have that, right? We could have that, but we have yeah. to, well, you have to trade off. Like Sarah would have to let you do it one day and you would have to let Sarah do it. We don't do that. Like, I feel like if I'm suffering, he should too. So if they like, if they wake up, I'm like, Matt, get up. Like there is no sleeping till whenever you want. That sounds lovely. Wait, wait, get quickly. This. Remember, remember before kids waking up, maybe like, ordering breakfast or walking to get like bagels or something then having a pbs a post breakfast sleep going back to bed after <laughs> breakfast yeah that doesn't happen anymore uh well i observed a lot living with my single friend when i say single no kids attached to him but he's yeah. married yeah living living for two weeks with a married couple with no kids i watched them at 6 p.m get this they said oh we're gonna have a late dinner but we're going to go for a little walk around the neighborhood and just talk. And I was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Come again? Like, first wait, of like, all, wait, quickly. And I mean, no kids are, are kids. Like, who yeah. wants to talk to the person that they're living with? Yeah. Like, like, who needs to talk more? Why do you need to go for a walk to talk? We've been, we're, we've been stuck together for a year. He went to the bathroom and took like a gross 45-minute man break, and no one bothered him. Did he get to close the door? Oh, yeah. And oh! no one was knocking on it or uh, or trying to get in. Oh, my gosh. That is, I mean, do you remember that, Rich? Honestly. Yo, at one point, I saw his wife, Kristen, like, sit in a little recliner chair and read a book for a half hour. Oh I'm like, I was like, that's, look at this. That's the funniest thing I've ever... Okay, first of all, you can make fun of me all you want, and I think we might even reference this last episode, but, like... I loved to read. Like I was like I like a beat like nothing serious, but like I loved good trashy like beach reads, like a romance or like a murder mystery. Like I loved that and I read a lot. Pfft, haven't done that in forever. Nicole, the last book you read was Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> Probably at this point, seriously. But like she just like she just relaxed and put her feet up. Like this is and how I'm choosing to use my relaxation moment just to read. They they really just sort of did whatever they wanted, and I noticed one last thing, and then I then I want to pose a question to you, and okay. I want everyone to think about this. I okay. want everyone to put this uh, up their ass and smoke on it later. I'm into it. They used coasters, <laughs> and and I okay, saw what? at one point at one point what at one point my buddy dropped a crumb on his couch, and he actually for a second was like, oh man, like he was bummed about it. And got like a little dust buster. And I'm like, oh my God. If you saw the jelly that was on everything I own. I I um I currently I will I will post a picture, okay? While you're listening to this, stop and go to my Insta story and you will see what my couch looks like. You can visit my Instagram at Mash Nicole and uh, Rich's at Rich Davis. There is currently not even slime, um like a cobalt blue sparkly putty all over a cushion. And all over one of our blankets that we snuggle with on that on that uh, couch. I'm, I'm not trying to one up you. I'm just sharing no. stories here because all parents can relate. But we picked Man. up our couch recently because we moved. We, right, we right. sold our couch to some freak on uh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and they're not all freaks, right? I know most of them are. Um, <laughs> we picked up our couch and Nicole. Not only like toys where you're like, oh, that's where that's been. 
there were like there were like baby bottles with like curdles in them yeah like under like oh that's been there for months yeah we found it we we couldn't find there was a bad smell in parker's room like this was years ago this was pre-keegan and it was like what is that and finally it was the same thing a, a bottle or a sippy cup filled with milk that gets lost for like it doesn't even take that long it just takes a few days and it is Ugh. gnarly dude it is gnarly yeah that doesn't happen when you have uh no children none of those smells <laughs> or disgusting no, things it, but here's the question i ask you and okay. I, like i said i want i want the feedback hit us up at rich davis at mashup nicole hashtag that bad boy have kids they said how do you like that yeah i love it it'll be fun they said hash brown that put it on the internet as uh, johnny <laughs> lawrence said in cobra kai hash brown that if you have friends uh-huh. that don't have kids and they're in their 30s or 40 ish and they're on the fence of like hey are we going kids or no kids? And you know that couple that's like making the choice. Because there's a lot of couples in their 30s or like 40-ish that are like, yeah. so are we doing this or not? Totally. Is it your responsibility as a parent to not discourage them but to let them know, hey, the life you're living now, I just need you to know that that will change drastically? Or is it not your any, any of your fucking business? You want to know the truth? You're not going to like my answer. The truth is it is my responsibility to push them into having the kids so they can be miserable with me. Ah. That is the only answer I want. Listen, also just for like selfish reasons, it's fun when you're friends with people with kids because it makes it easier for us to have that like that misery and 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 still socialize together because then it's like, all right, we're gonna have like a chaotic dinner, try to have some drinks and the kids can run around. Like it's hard for you to continue to to socialize with the people that don't have kids because they don't want to hang out with your annoying little goobers. So force them to have annoying little goobers of their own. Amen. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. What I noticed about you, Nicole? What? I noticed that you're either super accessible or off the fucking grid. Do you know that? Have other friends of yours said that about you? Um, a hundred percent. Well, I, it was always like that when we used to work together on the morning mashup. You would be like, like, I, who doesn't pick up their phone? Like, I know you see that I'm calling. <laughs> like, I like, like, I, I, my phone is never more than 
a foot away from me usually, right? Yeah. So I'll I'll hit up Nicole, and Nicole either answers right away or will text you right back, or it's either one minute or like two days. <laughs> Okay, well, recently, if you've not been able to get a hold of me, it's because I've been knee-deep in the, in the 19th century. Is that the 1800s? The 1800s or the 19th century? Yep. Okay, don't laugh at me. I see you smiling because I'm a Because I fucking love you. Oh I, I, love, I love how you doubt the obvious that you do somehow know. You know how you can always remember it, Nicole? Well, 20th Century Fox, right? Yes. Was movies from the 1900s, right? Oh, that's, you know what? That's how I'll remember it. Perfect. You know what? I already forgot that you said that. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> that's how it works. I am knee deep in, well, actually, I wish I was higher than knee deep in Bridgerton. I know it is so cliche right now, but like everyone's watching it. I was going to wait for Matt to watch it because we like to watch everything together. But now he, he's like, I'm not watching this period shit. Not period, but like period piece shit. Um, I don't know what to do. I am oddly turned on by the 1800s like i want matt to speak to me in old english you know how much those balls smell nicole people back then had terrible terrible hygiene i always think of that every time i see some like good looking woman from like the 17 or 1800s i'm like yo that stinks the social season is upon us we must make haste like i just want him to like all these like as they speak when i first watching it when I first started watching it, right, I was like, I needed the the subtitles. It was like a different language. But now I'm sitting, and I have to tell you something. I, I caught myself, like, let's just say moving when I was watching um, Bridgerton. I just was like, stop clenching your legs. Stop doing Kegels. Like, I've never been more turned on. And so it's like, all I can do is wait, because there is no time during the day, to get the kids into bed, get them into bed, <laughs> so I can pretend I am banging a dude from the 1800s. I mean, specifically Simon, because he is the love interest, and I'm obsessed with him, and he talks all about touching yourself, and I, I'm going to stop now. But, like, I hold am on. not. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> I saw my high school friends, you, my sister. Oh. Ugh. I've seen every woman talking about like Simon. What does this guy do? He he. He's everything. They're saying he might be the next James Bond. I mean, which I would be completely fine. I mean, oh my God, you do not know me, but I know you. We must continue our ruse until I found my match. Everything is so like even when he touches, when he tries to button her sleeve, like my I I got juicy. Like it is. I am so turned on by this show. It is so sexual. And yes, I don't even care about the ball smelling. I don't care how dirty people were then. It's so beautiful and so fucky fucky. So so you're saying it's more romantic than when Matt says, Oh fucking buzz, pull down your pants. No, it's no, it's more like this. Hey, wanna do it? It's more like that. Okay? I need I now am gonna require him to go back and watch it and I'm I'm going to require him to seduce me in Bridgerton form because I'm so obsessed. Nicole, you know that I, I have a tendency to love program programming intended for women. Yes, you are I I think you'd actually like it. I mean, I, I think you it's, might. It's odd because for every every masculine trait i have i have i have i have one that leans very feminine like i love dramas and yeah, romantic you do. comedies you do. and you do. romance and all that i love that stuff i'm a fan of shonda rhimes by the way yeah. is she related to buster rhimes or no i don't think so i mean maybe a distant cousin <laughs> leanne rhimes all right i love shonda rhimes i love my wife loves Grey's anatomy i like it i loved scandal it was like the yeah. ultimate cheese drama fits and 
you know, Olivia yeah. Pope, uh, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, I thought was, uh, de- you know, decent season one. Is this something I would enjoy and could men enjoy this with their wives? I think they could, but it is not for all men. It is not the manly show, but it is a very, because it's Shonda and she knows how to suck you in, you will. And... I mean, you can't do Kegels, but like you could get aroused in your trousers, and I well, guarantee it, that it would happen. Isn't that the isn't that the host of uh, Entertainment Weekly, Jess Kegel? <laughs> no, it's Kegel, I think. Oh, okay. Anyways, listen. Uh, long story short, I'm just saying there's something. It's like all about the anticipation and like pulling up. There's so much fabric to get those dresses up by the time he gets down there. I don't know. It's just I. This is my this is my new turn on. I want. I want to live in the 1800s. There, I said it. Okay, so Boom. when you when I'm unaccessible, it is because I am dry humping something <laughs> watching Bridgerton. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I mean, if we're gonna talk about parental turn-ons or things that uh, get you going while yeah. you're living mom life or dad life, yeah. I got something that, you know, my the funny part is my wife is in deny. She's denying it, which makes me love it even more. Okay. She is denying it, which is hilarious. Like, you think she's straight up lying. Like, this is a lie. She knows exactly what she's doing, what you're about to tell me. Yeah, my wife rarely lies to me. Everyone else in my life seems to lie a lot. I've realized lately, Nicole, my whole family, everyone's a liar. I feel like everyone, I I hope you're not a liar. I'm not a liar. Not to you. What do I I have to lie to you about? I feel like most of my family, like, is full of little white lies. I feel like Mm. I catch everyone in little lies. And I'm like, why'd you lie about that? Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. You are retro today. Tell me lies, tell me, tell me lies. All right, go, tell me. So we're down here in Texas, and my daughter's three and a half, going to be four this summer. So we're sending her to like a preschool. But since we're down in Texas, we said, hey, for for the semester, she's going to preschool, you know, near grandma's house. So she's in a new little school down here in Texas. And let me tell you, Texas women are good looking. I know. Yeah, good looking, good looking, yeah. good looking women in Texas, and you know what? You married one. People in Texas have kids a little younger than, let's say, New York. True. So you drop off these kids at daycare. My wife is thirty-six with a three and a half year old. There's twenty-six year olds with three and a half year olds. You know. So my wife drops off Emmy, and she goes, "Oh, you want to come with me?" And yo, I'm telling you, it's eight in the morning. My wife has on a leather jacket, <gasps> jeans, and boots. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? I'm like, I'm like what happened to your usual sweatpant attire? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what? I, I, I put on pants and like th- that. Oh, the pandemic has made you realize if I put on a pair of pants, I'm dressed up. I'm like, no, you are so competitive that you want to make sure you're the hot mom. Yep, 100%. That's the first thing I thought of when you told me that. And my wife, listen, it's not her whole identity, you know, by any means, but my wife, when she was younger, she, I met her, she won an international swimsuit pageant. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she did is, modeling. She, in her 20s, she made a lot of money just doing, because she was good looking. She's stupid beautiful. She's annoyingly hot and so, so sweet, which makes it even more annoying. So what's, what's funny is that I know there's that competitive side of her because when she was when she lived that life, you know, ten years ago when she was yeah. modeling and doing stuff like that, I knew that she would always want to make sure like she looked the best. Fast forward now, she takes off her sweatpants, takes her hair out of the bun, puts on her leather jacket and boots to drop off Emmy for school. Either Little that or she's trying to fuck some dad at school. 
I doubt <laughs> that, dude. We're in the middle of Corona still. Um, did any any mascara, a little lipstick, a little lip gloss? I was like, what? A, a little, a little eye makeup just to, uh, just so they pop, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so she's straight up telling you, like, no, that's not what it is. Uh, she's she's in denial. She's like, no. What do you like? And got defensive, which means it's even more true. So now you're turned on by this when she got home from dropping Emmy off. Did you jump her bones? That's a whole other story because oh, we're at, like we're at her mom's house and she's like, uh, no, not here. I'm like, if not here, then never. Well, you know what's even worse? Okay, so you tell her this or Sarah, if you're listening right now. Okay. Ooh, I'll, I'll tell Nicole giving commands. Go ahead. Matt's mom was here for a little while. And when she's here, she sleeps in the bunk bed in Keegan's bottom bunk. She happens to love it. She said it's so comfortable. I thought you were going to say she sleeps on a bunk with you and Matt. <laughs> No. So she Mom? sleeps in the bunk bed and, and Parker and Keegan often sleep together in the top bunk anyways because they're yeah. obsessed with each other. Yeah. Um, and actually, I don't know, maybe last week it was, she was like, all right, good night, close the door. And we're like a couple hundred feet away in, the, in our room and totally did it. I mean, remained as quiet as possible. But I mean, if we can do it while my mother-in-law is in the bottom bunk, just just down the hallway you and sarah can do it when you're turned on with her wanting to be the hot mom at school the hot mom in school by the way when you were with matt were you thinking of matt or were you thinking of simon <laughs> oh my god it's simon 100 percent. you crazy that's all i ever think about now i believe that's another one in the books yeah all good things must come to an end honestly this is like this is my escape. I mean, maybe even more than Bridgerton. You are my escape. Doing Have Kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. It just really brings me so much joy. So what you're saying is next time you're going to think of me, not yeah. Simon? Yeah, I won't be screaming oh. Simon. I'll be screaming Rich. That's what's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Give mad insecurities. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but I, I need one more minute, as I know you do as well. Um, I'm going to count you down. Are you prepared? I'm, I'm always prepared. Yeah. I, as right. Snoop Dogg once told me, Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know it. Okay, there you go. Um, your time start. Oh, I'm sorry. Like You like the countdown. Yeah. Three, two, one. Blast off. Now, even if you were the kid that wasn't exposed to a lot of culturally different things. Okay. Don't be shitty like that to your own kid. Try to expose your kid to as much as possible. Different cultures, different lifestyles, different everything. I feel like... I think about it. The first time I tried sushi, you know when it was? When I was trying to impress a girl when I was like 19. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I love sushi. Let's go to the sushi place. <laughs> you think I had sushi as a kid? No. Don't be the way your parents were to you, to your kids, right? Like, I watch my daughter here. She's going to the farm. Yes, I said it, farm oh, with God. my in-laws to feed cows and learn about the farm. I find that hilarious. But you know what? Now my daughter knows as much as I do about a farm and tractors and stuff like that. While at the same time, whether it's food, culture, anything, I think the best thing you could do is just introduce your kid to every possible thing. Because I look back, and as great as my parents were, there was so much shit I did not know when I was older. So, ta-da! It's very simple this week. <laughs> did you just give us a ta-da? That's what you. magicians do, Nicole, and I'm sort of a magician in changing people's life for the good. I love you. I love you. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> okay. My turn. Right. Three, 
2-1. Take it away, Nicole. I don't understand my husband for so many reasons, but I don't understand where he draws the line of what's appropriate and what's not. So Parker is going to be seven in March, and all of a sudden, he's getting very worried when she does, like, a little TikTok dance. She's not doing anything inappropriate. She's just dancing like all the other little kids. And he's like, I don't want you doing that. I don't want you TikToking like he's, like, an angry, old, curmudgeonly old man. Then okay, we're in the- boomer. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Then we're in the car listening to Hits 1, which is super family-friendly, and Niall Horan's small talk comes on. And all of a sudden he's like, I don't want her listening to this. I'm like, he's from One Direction. He, this is, his audience is young girls, but he's talking about going up to your room and doing, you know, whatever. And then two seconds later, he turns it off and all of a sudden starts playing Biggie Smalls. And it's literally F this and screw this bitch. And uh, it couldn't be less appropriate. And he's like, you like that? You guys like that? And I'm like, why is this allowed? But a 1D kid and TikTok's not allowed. I'm just over it. He makes up his own rules and I'm over it. I'm over it. Ta-da. Ta-da. Let me tell you something. Matt's right, though. Why? Hits hits one. I'll say it. Me. You know, Rich Davis, your old pal. Remember me from Hits one? I do remember. Nicole, you and I worked together for 10 years on that channel. Yeah. Maybe more. The good old days. It is the most hypocritical radio station on earth because it's the biggest top 40 channel. Meanwhile, you guys have to be like, hey, morning mashup, happy, happy, friendly, friendly, family, family. Here's Ariana Grande talking about 69ing her boyfriend. All right, it's not 69, though. It's 34 plus 35. Get the math right, okay? (laughs) Yeah, and then it's like, that's great. Hey, Stanley T, what's going on? Well, happy, family, friendly, family, friendly. Here's uh, Nicki Minaj. Here's here's Cardi B talking about her wet-ass pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... We actually, back, we actually back to never... hits one. Hey kids, want to come to our town hall with One Direction? <laughs> we never played one. Here's a song about butts. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this show. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have uh, recording it. I mean, like I said, this is just my favorite time. Please make sure you subscribe. We've got a new episode for you every single Thursday. I love our producer, Kelsey Albright. Without her, this would be not as much fun at all. It really if it was just not. you and I, imagine we had someone shitty. Oh, that would have totally changed the dynamic. You ever think of that? Yeah, I mean, I, we wouldn't have allowed it to be shitty, and Kelsey like, just rocks. Like, would the Patriots have won all those Super Bowls without Bill Belichick? Oh, my God. I forget Bill Belichick, isn't it? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Isn't it Tom Brady? See, that's the question. Who is okay. it? All right, anyways, we're not having a football conversation. Listen, if you like us as much as we hope that you do, make sure you rate us five stars. I'm Nicole Ryan. You can listen to me on that family-friendly channel, Hits One, on the morning mashup weekday mornings when you wake up. Ah, uh, Hits One. He has a song about blowjobs. Take a listen. <laughs> hits One. And you can hear me on Cavino and Rich every day on Faction Talk, channel 103. Have kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Is a Sirius XM production. Serious XM Podcasts. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids. Back in the room. You gotta come on, guys. It has to be like... Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.